Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Friday, October the 7th, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined, as usual, by my partner in crime here, Mr. Josh Crash Davis. Are you ready for some baseball playoffs? I am. I am ready. I wish, you know, of course, I wish my Brewers could have made it in. That's a little bit disappointing, but... I am ready for the playoffs. Um, the end of the regular season was kind of weird, so I'm definitely looking forward to the playoffs and getting back to normal lineups and regular pitch counts and that kind of thing. So, yep. yeah, I'm I'm ecstatic. I mean, we don't have to second guess who's getting pinch hit for. Mm-hmm. You know, what, like you said, what the pitch count is. I mean, it's it's all everything goes now. It's real, so we'll be able to evaluate everything top to bottom. Uh, pitchers, hitters, uh, break it all down. And I love it. Even looking at the Vegas lines, you know, you got uh, much lower totals. You've got uh, really interesting lineups. And yeah. I mean, this this is when it's really fun. I, I love uh, the playoffs in any DFS sport because you really do get the true full look at, you know, the best of what you got available. What do you, what do you think of this format? How do you feel about this three-game uh, first-round format instead of the one game for wild card? Oh, I I, can't, I think it's absolutely fantastic. I mean, I, I thought it was the dumbest thing in the in the world. You play for six and a half months and play 162 one. games. Yeah, you have a bad inning and you're gone. I mean, right. it makes no sense at all. So yeah. I think this format. <clears throat> I love the extended teams that are in. It gives uh, cities you know, able to root for their teams. Mm-hmm. And I like three games. You get a much truer uh, feel for, you know, who should go on. I, I yeah, think it kind of reminds me of college, you know, like the college world series or whatever, like they have the three game playoffs leading up to it. So kind of reminds me of that. Yeah. I think, I think it's a fantastic idea. I love it. Um, I apologize. My voice. I don't get it. I'm feeling better. I'm on the good side of this thing but it's still attacking my, my voice. So I don't know, maybe I'm going to be hoarse for the rest of my life. Who knows? But here I am, I'm hoarse and I'm going after it, but, uh, but I'm fired up. I mean, this again, you know, uh, being a basketball purist, I do love March madness and the NBA playoffs and all of that. Mm -hmm. But as far as just true DFS fan and DFS provider, October is my favorite month of the year. Yeah. You've got prime NFL. We've got NBA starting mm-hmm. MLB playoffs. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. I'm with you. Totally. Yeah. Another, <laughs> another thanks uh, out there to Rick Rosen yesterday. He jumped on with us for our NFL pod. And by the way, so that was the key. We said it a few times. Play both defenses. <laughs> and, <laughs> and by the great call, your defense was the best play. Yeah. Yeah. The Broncos defense, the Colts defense was right there with them. And then the kickers, I think Chase McLaughlin for the Colts actually outscored um, both defenses. So he was right there. I mean, the, it was kicker, defense, defense, but it was just one of those games. It was a disgusting game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good way to describe that game would be, you know, kicker, defense, defense, where your top three plays. Exactly. So. No doubt. 
But baseball, we get it going. The cool thing is these early games in this first rounds all start at 12.07. So we're going to be coming on at 10.45 like this every day to break down the whole four games. Mm-hmm. And then we'll adjust that as teams get eliminated, try to get back to more of a normal time. But we want to break them all down so you could play the whole slate together because there's a lot of money to be made. You know, that's the other beauty of playing MLB uh, playoffs in DFS. This is the prime time to grab a lot of that NFL uh, carryover money from the NFL players. And now next week with basketball coming in, same thing. So you're going to get some dead money, some overlay, uh, some really, it's fun times for sure. All right, let's talk about a couple of things here. First of all, I want to say hello to our people in, in chat. We have a, a new winner for uh first time, I think, De Prince. Oh, Is nice. The, yes, De Prince beat out Nathan Feudy by three minutes. I'm sorry, Nathan. You got <laughs> Trump today. Mm-hmm. De Prince is the king today. But still, Nathan, we appreciate you getting in there early. Niall Simmons with an early uh show up. Payne Blank SM Dead Presidents is there. Ryan Belosic. I don't know if Ryan's been in there maybe once, but if you're new or becoming a new everyday listener, we love having you with us, Ryan. RJ, Rosé, 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 Rosé. I can't even sing with my scratchy voice. Rosé's in there with us. Abe Lincoln, the president. I don't remember having Abe Lincoln in there. I don't either. Uh, Let's see. JP, it's Roscoe Sweet Chop Fam for Life. Okay, Abe Lincoln, welcome to the family. We love love having you in there. JT, Doug L, Squatch Happens, one of our ticket winners yesterday. Tony A, always jumping in. We love Tony A. And, of course, Mr. Rodney Pollard, who's usually one of the first ones in, but this early time must have thrown him. But Rodney's with us. That's all we care about. Alan Hayes, good morning, my friend. And that is it. So we have oh, a Roscoe. Fan. I gotta yeah. I gotta say something here. So Roscoe, what he's talking about is sweatshop fan for life. Him and I used to be in a group called DFS Sweatshop like six years ago. So that's oh, you're kidding. That. Yeah. Yep. So that's that is awesome. fantastic. Yeah. Glad it took to him that long to get over here. <laughs> well, I hadn't talked to him in a while. So yeah, he just happened to stumble upon us, I guess. So oh. My, my daughter, Lindsay, turned 23 yesterday, my beautiful daughter. And, and I, every time I see uh, Abe Lincoln, when she was little in school, she was the, the cutest thing in the world. And she was learning her presidents. She called him Abraham Linky. Abraham oh, yeah. Linky. Yeah. So th- every time I see that, I'll think of my daughter, Mr. Lincoln. I'm glad you're in there, though. All right. So we have a nice group, much bigger than I thought here for a Friday morning. Mm-hmm. But uh, happy Friday, and uh, I think we got enough time in to let everybody zip in here with us. Uh, the, the game starts, first game starts in about an hour and 20 minutes, so we have plenty of time for the four games. And the great part, Crash, is we don't have any weather issues. Right, right. So no, no worries of uh, having to fade anything or worry about delays, anything like that. So that's... Mm-hmm. One plus because you get in October and some of these 
you know, northern towns, you, you don't know what's going to happen. But we're we're clear and good to go today. Um, so that's that is great news. Uh, I also want to thank our presenting sponsor. We mentioned we uh, we had a terrific guy on yesterday. Uh, Rick joined us from uh, Boom Fantasy. And if you want to join, give us a shot, because if you connect through the link here uh, on Twitter, if you're watching live on Twitter, you have a link in there for Boom Fantasy. Also on YouTube, same thing. If Or you can go to our website, dfscoachtalk.com. There's a link there. If we get 25 new folks this week, uh, Rick's going to come back next Thursday and give away a signed NFL jersey to one of our listeners. So mm. let's uh, give that a shot. We also have our boom picks coming up at the end of the show as well. All right. Friday MLB slate vibes are good. King of all trades. How are you, my friend? Great to have you in there with us. Are you ready to attack this four game slate, my friend? I am. I'm definitely ready. The early game, 1207. Uh, it is Tampa Bay Rays at the Cleveland Guardians. And a big total here. How about five and a half, Crash? Mm. First time we've seen that this year. <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy low. Yeah, um, cool, cool, but nice weather in Cleveland, 54 degrees. Wind blowing in from left field at 13 miles an hour. So advantage pitchers. And uh, 2.66 implied for Tampa, 2.84 for the Guardians. Shane McClanahan, the lefty, 6.3K against Shane Bieber, 9.3K. Lineups are out mm. and confirmed. It's for Tampa. It's Diaz, Franco, Arena, Ramirez, Troy, Margot, Bethancourt, Walls, and Siri. For the Guardians, it's Quan Rosario, Jose Jose Ramirez, Gonzalez, Naylor, Miller, Jimenez, Hedges, and Straw. So there we go. Game one, give us your take, Crash. Yeah, I like the righties for Cleveland uh, against the lefty McClanahan. They gave up, uh, or McClanahan, I should say, gave up five runs the last time he faced them. Now, that was at the end of July, so it's been a little while. But he did allow McClanahan did allow um, four and five runs in two of his last three starts. So he has been a little bit shaky of late. And right. I like the Guardians at home, and I like the righties, uh, Rosario Ramirez. I mean, Ramirez is a switch hitter, but um, I like him. And Gonzalez and Miller would probably be my top four from the Guardians. And I don't know how heavy I'm going to stack. I mean, it's a small slate. Um, but they're probably in a GPP, my favorite stack. Okay. Um, for me, I'll say right off the bat here, I'm not going to stack today. Mm -hmm. Here's my theory, Crash. You know, we have enough information and in this slate of teams. And I know, you know, and, and it's cool. You don't have to, everybody doesn't have to do it the same way. Right. And there are some people out there that think you're crazy if you don't play 150 max lineups. You're crazy if you don't go five, three stacks every every spot. Mm -hmm. You know what? If you want to do that, go for it. I just don't think for the normal player, and that's the Coach Talk family, we want to hand-build some lineups that are going to take some things down. We want great ROI, and we, we believe with contest selection and bankroll management, we have really 
honed in on how to do that consistently, successfully for over eight years. So that's what we're doing. Now, I do normally go mini stacks, three, three, two, or sometimes I'll go as much as four, a four, two, two, something of that nature. Mm -hmm. But because of the way this uh, pans out today, now it may be different tomorrow, but as I broke this down and built some uh, some teams, I was finding two here, two there, one off. Yeah, it just I think you can pick your spots better in the playoffs. You're not going to get pinch hit for unless mm -hmm. you're at the very bottom of the order, which I'm not going to have to use wraparound stacks and all that. Right. So you won't see me diving on stacks too much here. It's going to be more picking the spots. And I really do think that's a smart way to do it. Certainly the way to do it in cash and single entry. And I don't think it's the worst thing to do even in tournaments. So yeah. wanted to put that out there first. Secondly, my pay up pitcher is in this game and it's Shane Bieber. I love Shane Bieber in this game. I like the matchup against Tampa. Mm -hmm. I like the cooler temps. I like the wind blowing in and Bieber's been on a roll. He had one, Start against Tampa not too long ago that was just okay, but he had a dominant performance against them earlier in the year. Plus, I love the leverage and the ownership compared to some of the other pitchers. So two things. One, how you doing, Mr. Few? Thanks for joining in. Tony A., you ask and you receive. Let's look at pitching ownership so I can talk a little bit more in depth about my play, Mr. Shane Justin Bieber. Mm -hmm. So DK ownership projection right now. Scherzer coming in at 41% ownership, 35% chance of being a top two pitcher, 31% for Bieber. So he's second with a 33% chance of being top pitcher. Then it's Alec Manoa at 24 with a 26. Uh, Luis Castillo. 24-24. Darvish, 24-24. Talk about spread out. Wow, yeah. Shane McClanahan, this surprised me, 23-21. So mm. still a ton of respect there. Yeah. Zach Wheeler, 20-17. and 17. And then the, the only guy sort of getting the short end of the stick here, and he's a Cardinal, so that always scares you. Their pitchers are always good, mm -hmm. is Quintana, 10 and a half. And 17, though, so the best leverage mark on the board. So yeah. nobody, according to that, should be counted out. Yeah. On FanDuel crash, it's 32 for Scherzer and 16, top 1%. Uh, 22 Bieber with 16. 20 Castillo with 12. 8 for Darvish. So after Scherzer, Bieber, Castillo it plummets on FanDuel because you only have one pitcher. And so uh, Darvish is eight with 12. Manoa's only six and a half mm -hmm. with 13. McClanahan only six and a half with 11. Wheeler five with nine. Quintana one with eight. So again, still getting respect in possibility, but mm -hmm. not ownership. And then we're going to go uh, all the way down to Yahoo here. We're covering all bases today, man. And we love Yahoo here at Coach Talk. Scherzer, 44 with 37. Bieber, 42, 35. McClanahan, 27 with 23. Darvish, 25, 25. Manoa, 24, 24. 
Castillo 21-22. Wheeler's only nine with 17. And Quintana's only eight with 15. So pretty balanced as far as how the three sites, the ownership's going right now. I like, I mean, it to me, it came down to a very, very, very tough decision between Bieber and Scherzer. Mm-hmm. I know Scherzer is the biggest game, tough, most competitive bulldog, maybe that we've seen in our generation of pitching. I mean, he's yeah. that much of a, a dog out there. But, you know, I just felt like, you know, with the weather being 66 in New York, mm-hmm. nicer weather, not wind affecting things. San Diego does have some good hitters that have started to hit toward the end of the season. Opposite in Cleveland, you got Tampa, who's scuffled a little bit. Uh, Bieber, who's coming off uh, a start against them not that long ago that I think is going to tighten him up and get him ready for this. Mm-hmm. And then with the weather being cooler, I just, and then the leverage piece was the final decision for me. So I say all that to say Bieber's my play there, not going to be going with any Tampa bats. And as you'll see my theme today, uh, not going to have a ton of guardians here, a one-off or two guys, possibly certainly Ramirez, if I can fit him at five, nine, but I'd like one of the other bats between Rosario, Gonzalez, and Naylor. Those are the three guys I'm looking at. Uh, more, more than likely, either Rosario or Gonzalez. Those are the two guys I'm looking as my second hitting choices for the Guardians. Right. So that's it, man. That's what I got. Yep. All right. Here we go. Second game. We're going to move to checking everything. I don't want to miss anything. No stone unturned. We yeah, don't have confirmed lineups on the on game two yet. It's a 207 game Philadelphia Phillies, St. Louis Cardinals, six and a half is the total. Perfect weather in St. Louis for baseball. And it's split down the middle in this six and a half total, 3.25 for both sides. So this is really a head scratcher in Vegas. Zach Wheeler is starting game one for Philly at 7.2K. And surprisingly, really, I thought uh, Jose Quintana starting game one for the Cardinals, the mm-hmm. lefty, I think that has a lot to do with it, Yeah, uh, with Schwarber and Harper on the other side. We just got the St. Louis Cardinals lineup this second. So Quintana's at 5.3K. That lineup that dropped three seconds ago, Lars Newtbar's leading off. Mm-hmm. Oh no, my least favorite Cardinal. <laughs> <laughs> then it goes Pujol second. Oh wow. Okay. Yes. This is interesting. Goldschmidt, Arenado, Donovan, Carlson, Dickerson, Molina, and Edmund. Mm. So really, St. Louis here, I don't know, is the manager overthinking it, shaking up the lineup movement a little there and that pitcher? It's a little dangerous if you ask me. But you know, what's your take yeah. on this game? Well, I'm just looking at it here. Um, you know, they had for a long time when he came back, they had Tyler O'Neill right there with Goldschmidt and Arenado. So it looks like they've kind of moved pools right there in front of them. Um, kind of like O'Neill used to be when he was batting in the two hole. 
So that to me kind of seems like their line of thinking, but uh, it's an interesting lineup for sure. Um, but I do, I like, I like Pujols and Arenado um, and, and maybe even Donovan and Newbar too. I like a few of these Cardinals bats. Um, I think that people are kind of overlooking the Cardinals. I know they kind of fell off towards the end of the year, but there for a few weeks, they were the best team in baseball. It was probably, what, mid-August or so. Um, They were just on fire. And I think they'll come out of the playoffs hot. Um, So I like the Cardinals today. Do you? Yeah. You know, I don't know. I I just – this was the game that I had the least feel for. I'm mm-hmm. concerned about uh, that lineup a little bit. It just seems a little extreme to me to to go with this lineup in the playoffs when it's not a lineup you've gone with yeah. uh, this season. I mean, I don't remember this exact lineup. Me either. You know, correct me if I'm wrong in, in chat, but it just seems like uh, just an interesting play here. It Coach Mom's in here giving me crap. I knew she was going to jump on today. <laughs> I knew it. But uh, – it's 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 cool. Uh I don't know. I, I just I don't feel good about it. I, I think I do respect Wheeler. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, he's been hurt so much and not really been uh you know stretched uh totally this year. So it's a it's a touch and go game. It's my least favorite game on the board. And um I, I'm gonna be avoiding this game a lot, Crash. Okay. Okay. I just I I respect Wheeler. I'm not a Quintana fan, but he's mm-hmm. been decent. I think that the bats I'd like to get to from the Philly side are Hoskins and Real Muto and Bohm. Those would be the three guys I would gear towards, but I don't want to st- certainly stack all three, but their prices aren't bad. Having two of those guys would be nice. Mm-hmm. And then maybe a one-off for the Cardinals for me, but yeah. uh, I just, I, this will probably be one of my least uh, own games. I just don't have a good feel. It, it feels like one of those grind out four, three kind of games where mm-hmm. nothing really happens that much. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. My favorite play in this game is Quintana and it's largely because of his price. I mean, he's 5,300 on draft. That is, that's just that absolutely absurd. Um, And then the other thing that's interesting to me about this game is the ownership. Philadelphia is one of the highest projected owned stacks. And I don't really see why Um, Quintana allowed one run or less in his last six starts. So he's been pitching pretty well of late. So it it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. Um, The Phillies were able to sneak in just because they were the team that sucked the least between them and the Brewers. I mean, it just, It's not like they're playing great baseball. So, is Quintana know. your value pitcher? He is my value pitcher. Yeah. Wow, that's sneaky. I mean, he's mm-hmm. lowest owned on the on the slate. Yeah. I don't quite have the guts to go there. That's why. I mean, I just don't have a good enough feel for this game to to really want to put too many chips in the middle of the pot. I really don't. Right. So, uh, you know, <laughs> that's the feel. Anybody in chat uh, feel? Any different on this game? Anybody have a hot take? Because this is the game I'm just not um, real comfortable with. We definitely will get to stacks, my friend. No doubt about it, mm-hmm. uh, without question. All right. Uh, let's Toronto's move to game lineup. three. Yeah, I think Toronto's lineup's been out for a little bit. 
yeah, we have both lineups out on that side. So that's mm-hmm. good. So let's go to game three. It's a 407 start, Seattle and Toronto. Uh, it's a little too cool, I think, in Toronto for the roof to be open. Uh, so I believe it'll be closed, but we will get confirmation on that. As of now, I believe it is closed. Uh, 407 games, seven is the total. 3.31 implied for the Mariners, 3.69 for the Blue Jays. Luis Castillo, 7.7K against Alec Manoa, 6.9K. And here are the lineups. Brenton, if you're listening, listening, he's a massive Seattle Mariners fan, one of our members. Mm. And I love it for the Seattle fans. It's been forever since they've been in the playoffs. So congratulations uh, to Mariners fans. But their lineup's pretty stout. Rodriguez, France, Suarez, Raleigh batting uh, cleanup, their catcher. Hanniger batting fifth. Santana, Kellenic, Frazier, and Crawford. So their lineup's a little bit different, too. Um, on the Toronto side, it's Springer, Bichette, Guerrero, Kirk, Hernandez, Chapman, Tapia, Jansen. So they have both catchers in there. And Merrifield batting ninth. So what an interesting uh, set of circumstances here mm-hmm. from a strategic standpoint. It's almost a pick em game in Vegas. Toronto's a slight favorite, but uh, this should be a great game. Yeah, it's interesting. Once again, we have $6,900 out Manoa on DraftKings and 10 8 most expensive on FanDuel. I mean, what are they doing? It is very interesting. <laughs> it's ridiculous. The pricing's um, all over the place. Yeah. So Manoa is my my other top, you know, value play, whatever on DraftKings. Um, right. And, and one of my favorite pitchers, too. So, I kind of have three pitchers, I guess, because I have the two pay-up pitchers, at least on FanDuel, and then the value pitcher in Quintana. But he's not even really a value on FanDuel. Um, but, yeah, I like I like Toronto here. Um, Rymel Tapia is actually my BVP play of the day. He's 2,300 on DraftKings, 2,500 on FanDuel, 636 against Castillo. He has seven hits and 11 at-bats, four singles, a double, a triple, and a home run. Yeah. And you're going to you're going to need those kind of plays in the playoffs where we have a small number of games and everyone's going to be gravitating towards the big names. You know, it's going to be these these X factor players that are going to make the difference in your in your tournaments. So those are the guys I'm targeting. No doubt. And I'm on a very similar page. Uh, Manoa is my value pitcher on DraftKings and I will have him paired up with Bieber. Mm-hmm. Um, in most of my lineups on FanDuel, zero percent ownership for me on Manoa. Mm. As you said, he's 10-8, the highest yeah. price pitcher. Yeah. So what in the heck are these? I mean, you talk about crazy all over the place yeah. pricing here. It's it really creates different builds. So, you know, you really have to look at this from a multitude of different perspectives here because the pricing's all over the place. Um, Yahoo's the same way, really. I mean, you've you've got uh, Bieber, Scherzer, Darvish, and Manoa all priced at about the same on the top mm-hmm. on on Yahoo. So that confuses things. And then, as we said, uh, the high ten eight for Manoa, then ten six Scherzer, ten six Bieber, ten three Darvish, ten K Wheeler. So that's FanDuel, yeah. and then. You know, you go with DraftKings, which is 
totally different. Right. You've got uh, 9-8 Scherzer, 9-3 Bieber, 8-4 Darvish, and then it falls off a cliff. 7-7 seven, seven Castillo, 6-9 Manoa, 6-3 mm-hmm. McClanahan, and 5-3 Quintana. So if there's ever been a reason to build your lineups completely different, if you play DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo, today's the day you have to do exactly. it. Yeah. I'm going to. I mean, I like Bieber across the board. I'm convinced mm-hmm. he's my buy a pitcher. But my secondary pitcher on all three sites are going to be completely different. Mm. And so, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. So my value pitcher for sure is Manoa. I think he's in a good spot here. Uh, you know, Seattle first time in for a lot of their guys, uh, you know, that have been on that team, the young guys. So, you know, again, sometimes your first time to the dance, it's, you get a little starry eyed where even though Toronto's such a super young team, you know, these guys have been uh, competitive the last couple of years. So they've, they've seen it and done it a little bit more, but I think you can get, you know, to a couple of these Toronto bats for sure against Castillo. Um, I do like the way the order set up. Um, and the pricing's a little different on DraftKings. The Blue Jays were so ridiculously priced mm-hmm. for so long, but that's not the same here. Springer's price is way down. Bichette's is way down. Even Vladdy's is down. So 4-9 Springer, 4-7 Bichette, 5K flat Guerrero, 4-2 Kirk in the cleanup spot, 4-4 Teoscar. I mean, those are fair prices. They were all five, seven and all crazy pricing yeah. before. So I do want to get to a couple of these Toronto Blue Jays. Definitely two. If I did have a three man today, it would be Blue Jays. I just mm-hmm. think hitting at home, being in this position, I think they have a good edge in this game. I do like Toronto uh, to win the game. I think they're in a good spot. Um, Tapia is also my BVP for all the reasons you I said. Know. I won't reread those stats. But at a sneaky play at 2-3, he really makes everything work. And his BVP is undeniable. Plus, I love when you can throw a cheap guy in that can grab you a stolen bag, you know? Yeah. So I love that play. Um, As far as Seattle goes, because I'll be king on Manoa, uh, probably won't go there. Where I'm fading Manoa on FanDuel, uh, I wouldn't mind getting to a Raleigh. I think uh, Cal Raleigh, uh, Raleigh's a good mm-hmm. power hitting catcher uh, that can take a spot there for you and uh, get a sneaky homer. We know Suarez has been super hot. Ty France has come through for us in a big way. And of course, soft spot, spot for Mitch Hanniger yeah. about a week or so ago uh, was our takedown guy. But I don't know what four, six dropping down to the five hole, probably not going to go there today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have Cal Riley as well. And then um is it Riley or Raleigh? Raleigh, yeah. I, oh, is I it okay. it's Riley, but it's Raleigh, yeah. And then um as a value, I have JP Crawford. Had a hard time finding a shortstop that I liked, so I just went down to the value play. Okay. Yeah. Um let's see, a couple of questions. Let's get to those right away. Uh Ty says, yep, Tappy's a good call for both of us at that cheap price. You can't beat it. Um, Abe, Abraham Linky says, uh, how do you feel about McClanahan? 
Um, neither one of us is really on him. He's been off his game a little bit towards the end of the year. I mean, he's not a million percent fade for me with the weather and the conditions blowing in there. Mm-hmm. I think McClanahan can be a second pitcher in. I'm not going to have any ownership on him. I don't think he's the worst play, but I'm not going there. And I believe Crash feels the same way, correct? I do. I do. And then as far as uh, Whit Merrifield, uh, not for me. He just has not been good since they picked him up. Right. Uh, I don't want a guy batting that low. And there's pinch hit possibility, so not going to go there. Anything else you have to add there, Crash? Nope. Ready for that last game. All right. We go uh, We go to game four. And how about we hit that stacks ownership and then we'll attack game four and we'll be ready to roll. So I'm going to go check out the updated stack ownership for DraftKings right now. The Phillies, number one at 17 and a half. Seattle, 15 and a half. Toronto, 15. The Mets, 13. Tampa, 11. Cleveland, 11. St. Louis, 9. And San Diego, 8. What's your thought on Philly being the highest on stack on DraftKings? I know that Quintana is that cheap, you know, that cheap pitcher, and people are thinking that might be a leverage play, but he's not getting ownership. So I don't really understand that. I think the bottom line is people are wanting to attack Quintana because they think he's the the worst pitcher of this group. And that's the only reason that I think he's getting ownership here. And, and some of the prices on the St. Louis guys have come down a little bit. The weather's good there. That's the only thinking that I can come up with. I mean, I'm not on a Philly stack Mm -hmm. uh, by any stretch, but I, I guess that's the thinking. Yeah. And yeah. I, I'm shocked that St. Louis is second. Or I mean, Seattle is second. Seattle is second. I know. I know. I, I'm just baffled. Uh, mm-hmm. But I don't think anybody really knows where to stack today. And part right. of more more reason why I don't feel stack is necessary today. I just don't. Mm-hmm. FanDuel, uh, let's look at their stack situation. Philly 18, Seattle 18, the Mets 17. So almost tied at the top. Mm. Toronto 12, Cleveland 11, Tampa Bay 11, St. Louis 8.5, and and the Padres 6.5. So, yeah, my lineups are going to be ultra contrarian. Uh, I have the Cardinals as one of my favorite stacks, along with the Guardians, and then Quintana. Is my GPP pitcher. So, yeah, it's you got the, the upside down standings for you. Yeah. Uh, I'll finish up with Yahoo. Toronto, 20% attacking Castillo on Yahoo. 14 and a half Philly, 13 Seattle, 11 and a half St. Louis, 11 the Mets, 11 Cleveland, 10 San Diego, and nine and a half Tampa wild man all over the place unreal yeah this is it the, is one of the strangest group of listings i think this year it's yeah amazing. for the opening day of the playoffs it's unbelievable it but is. i think a lot of it has to do with you don't have you don't have that you know that dodgers or that yankees or that astros stack or something like that and then you don't have a whole bunch of ace pitchers so exactly it's, 
Very interesting. People are all fishing around. You have all A minuses, if you will, other than Scherzer mm-hmm. and Bieber, I guess would be A's. But yeah. Um, yeah, I think people are just trying to figure it out. And right. it's, it's a different situation than they've been used to this year. No doubt about right. it. All right, let's. Uh, that gives you the feel for this last game, and we do not have lineups confirmed for either team. But as we said, good weather again, 66, wind a little left to right, but nothing much, and only six for a total here. Uh, Padres Mets, 2.72 implied for San Diego, and uh, 3.28 for New York, so they are favored in this game. Minus 153 on the Mets side with Scherzer. Darvish, 8.4K. Scherzer, 9.8 on DraftKings. So a very, very interesting game. Darvish has been Mm -hmm. sharp lately. We know Scherzer's, like we said, one of the best competitors of all time. So uh, break it down for us, Crash. Yeah, I like the Mets. Uh, Max Scherzer is my favorite pitcher on the slate. And... uh, Pete Alonso is my home run call. 31 of his 40 home runs were against right-handed pitchers this year. Yeah. And I like some of these lefties for value, like Vogelback and Naquin. Um, also, like, um, as a super value play, if he's in the lineup, Tomas Nito, just to kind of round out your lineup with a catcher. If you don't go to Cal Raleigh. So, yep. And then on the, um, the San Diego side, I guess – Maybe Juan Soto, but I'm probably not going to go there. Um, I don't think I'm going to go there, but I may end up going there in one of my lineups, but he's not a top play for me, but he would be my favorite play from the Padres side. Who Say that. Who was it again? Juan Soto. Yeah, yeah. Soto for sure. Mm-hmm. No, I, I don't disagree with that at all. Um, for me, I mean, it's it's brutally hard not having Scherzer as my top pay up, and I may have a secondary lineup where – I, I do go a Scherzer Bieber lineup and then just try to go, you know, super cheap on the hitting side uh, as a secondary lineup. But, it, you know, Manoa, on, again, you know, that each site is completely different. So you have to treat them differently. But on DraftKings, um, unfortunately, I will be fading Scherzer. He's not my fade pitcher, mm-hmm. by the way. Uh, Wheeler's my fade pitcher, if I didn't mention it. Um, okay. Yeah, I just mine I don't want to. Sorry. Yeah, mine was Castillo. Castillo. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I just uh, you know it's the Cardinals, and that just yeah. uh, and Wheeler just hasn't been through the rigors this year enough, in my opinion. Right. Uh, with having so much time off, but mm-hmm. the only reason you know I went be again the I explained the reasons why earlier. I slightly went B. Brover Scherzer. For those reasons. And I do like the middle of this lineup for the Padres. I mean, you know, I'll probably have a Padre or two just because I think they're going to be so much lower owned. Yeah. So many people, every Scherzer's the chalk. So mm-hmm. people aren't going to take Machado, Soto, Cronenworth, guys like that if they're, you know, putting Scherzer in there. So that, you know, brings me to them more because Soto's 5'5, five, five, Machado's 5'4. So they're expensive. They are. And they're going to be lower owned because of that Scherzer um, ownership. So I I think they're both really good plays, Crash. And if Max battles and still wins, that doesn't mean he won't give up a couple of dingers, his solo Mm -hmm. dingers. 
Yeah. And I think those two guys, all I like Soto Machado and Cronenworth. I think all three of them are very dangerous in this game. Okay. So uh, I will have some Padres. Uh, as far as Mets, I'd like to get some Mets exposure as well. I think uh, if I don't go Soto and Machado, then I do like your call of Alonzo on the other side. Mm-hmm. I think that's a smart play. Um, I think Lindor uh, is in a, a decent spot here. Um, and Nimmo and McNeil, the lefties, have both been steady uh, throughout. McNeil especially is uh, one of my favorite plays. And he's a really contrarian home run call for me tonight. Okay. McNeil's your home run call? He's my home run call, and he's okay. not a massive power hitter. He just, right. I think he can square up Darvish. Uh, he's hitting the ball well right now, and uh, you know he's my my contrarian home run call. We do have some news on the Mets. Um, okay, Marte was added to their wild card roster. Oh no, he was added to their roster. Now we don't know if he's going to be in the starting lineup today, but if he is, he has a seven for seventeen, five singles, a double, and a home run, four twelve average against you, Darvish. So wow, yeah, he's one of my top plays if he's in the lineup. Boy, that would change things a lot. Mm-hmm. And we won't know, unfortunately, until probably, what, 5 Eastern, 6 yeah, Eastern? If that. I guess, you know, the, the good thing about that, though, is you've got all those big sticks in this lineup where mm-hmm. you could easily do a 2v2 if you want to put Marte in yeah. and take either Alonzo, Machado, or Soto out. You yeah. could make that move late. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I have Soto in there right now in one of my lineups. And if Marte's in, I'm going to slot, slot uh, Marte in. So, yeah. All right. I mean, I think it's good. I Again, I, I like the hitting a little bit more here than probably most, even though these two pitchers are studs without question. But uh, again, you know, you got to pick your spots here. There's mm-hmm. There's no easy peasy in this stuff today. Right. This separates the men from the boys, if you ask me. So uh, no doubt about it. Let's yeah, see. Doug Hill says, go ahead. They just moved him into the expected lineup. They've got Marte batting fifth in their expected lineup. Okay. Yeah. That definitely changed some things. Let me click on and see what it has. Yeah. All right. Well, let's stay. You know, the good part about that is uh, we will update things as they go, obviously, every minute uh, in Discord. So if you want to become a member at DFS Coach Talk, if you join right now with the the Luca special for the NBA, you get the entire MLB playoffs. Once you're a member of Coach Talk, you get everything that we've got. So come aboard, grab that Luca special, go to at DFS Coach Talk. You can sign up right there on the members page. Uh, We'd love to have you get everything. We've got all of our NFL all of our basketball, and then all of our uh, MLB. So uh, great time to do that. Uh, also, if, if you want to give Boom Fantasy a try, they have the greatest props in the business. We had Rick on last night. They're going to take over this industry. They're in 26 states and growing. So we have a link attached right here on YouTube and Twitter on our website. Click the link, download the app, dive on there and play some of those props. We're going to share two before we head out today of our top plays there. Um, Also, if you're on YouTube right now, I see that we don't have as many thumbs up or likes. It only takes a second to do that. 
This is in front of the paywall. Seven days a week, MLB will be doing seven day a week, NBA. All we need is to move up that algorithm. Thumbs up, hit the subscribe, hit the alert in the upper corner so you know when our podcast posts. So that is what we're looking at here. Um, let's go with a review of our plays here. Okay. Um, I'll go first, Crash. Mm-hmm. You got to play different on all three sites. That's my number one thing today. The pricing is too dramatically different on the slates. I agree. You can't play the same guys and say, I'm just playing this guy everywhere. Mm-hmm. Now, Bieber, I could sort of do that because he's priced higher on all of them. But in for the most part, you got to pick your spots. So I like on DraftKings, Bieber with Manoa. Uh, Bieber's probably my play on, on FanDuel where it's a single. On Yahoo, it's going to change because you've got a bulk of guys together at the top where I actually could get uh, a Bieber and possibly go with a Scherz or something of that nature. My uh, fade pitcher is Wheeler. My BVP Tapia. My uh, home run call is, uh, I actually have two of them. I went with McNeil, mm-hmm. and I also like Reese Hoskins against Quintana uh, okay. in that game as well. And and I'm not stacking anybody. So those that are listening in that say you can't win in baseball without stacks, watch me. I'm not stacking. <laughs> I'm with you. Uh, my top pitcher is Max Scherzer. And then right below there, um, for my second favorite pitcher, I have Alec Manoa. My value is Jose Quintana, my GPP pitcher. He's going to be the tournament pitcher that I use. Um, my fade is Luis Castillo. And then my BVP is also Rymel Tapia. And my home run call is Pete Alonzo. My stacks um, if you want to call it that, it would be probably the Mets, Blue Jays, and Guardians. Mets, Blue Jays, and Guardians. Okay. I like mm-hmm. it. Yeah. All right. How about we give our top two plays on Boom Fantasy? Go to at Play Boom Fantasy. You can go to look it up at Boom Fantasy, at Boom DFS. Uh, you're going to get all of the same thing. What's your top play? Give us your t- number one. My number one play is the Pick'em Favorites, and it is Pete Alonzo over 0.5 hits. Okay. My number one play. My number two play, Nolan Arenado over 0.5 hits. Okay. Keeping it simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine is uh, Mr. Bieber over five and a half strikeouts. I think he's going to be in really good uh, form today. My second play is Mr. Zach Wheeler over one and a half earned runs. I do think they get to him a bit. And uh, so that those are my top two boom fantasy plays today. All right, my friend, we've got uh, 45 minutes, I believe, something like that. 40 minutes, somewhere in there. So uh, first pitch. 34. 34. There you go. Mm-hmm. Do you have any final words of wisdom, any final questions from uh, our Coach Talk family here? Great group in here this morning. What, third baseman? Nolan Arenado. You're going Nolan Arenado, huh? Your third base, yeah. Him I'm or Ramirez, gonna... I like them both, but yeah. I love either Machado or Ramirez. Those are my two today. Okay. 
Any other last minute questions? Any final words, Crash? Yeah, we better get going to post our lineups. That's my All right, words. my friend. <laughs> All right. It's a great start. Um, again, we'll be back. The same stuff tomorrow, 1045. Little twist tomorrow. We're going to throw in a two brains are better than one. FanDuel GPP. We like to do that on Saturdays. So 10.45 a.m. Crash and I will be on. Same breakdown, same schedule of games, except we'll add that in with our boom plays as well. So really do appreciate all of you. Thank you so much for jumping in with us. And uh, certainly good luck. We'll be providing lineups for the full, obviously, full four games here shortly. We're also pre-providing for the single uh, San Diego Mets game this evening for our members. So uh, we will go after it. King of Smack, I agree. Manoa, he'll be high-owned on DraftKings, but low-owned on FanDuel because of the pricing screw-up. That's what it'll, it'll end up being. Mm -hmm. So, all right, Crash, thanks. Great job today. We'll see, uh, see you, you first thing in the morning. Let's get some winners going, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow when we look to crush it again in MLB, DFS, and boom, fantasy. <laughs>